You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Giannis and Jordan Love, two peas in the pot. Ryan, so we have it. We can quote Alex Schroff on that, that if Jordan Love is not the Giannis of the Green Bay Packers, he is a failure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, throw throw it out. There you go. That's the quote. There you go, the Christmas start of the show. Congratulations. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Congratulations. You talking to me? Yes, Alex Strauss. Congratulations. I wouldn't be talking to Matt Hamilton, and I want to wait for Matt Hamilton for this, but God knows when Matt Hamilton's actually going to show up. Because we all know that Matt Hamilton could just ask off while on vacation for another vacation and be back whenever. Because Matt is currently in San Francisco yep. enjoying a, a vacation. I'm not going to say a well-earned vacation, but he is on vacation, and his wife is definitely having a well-earned vacation she works very hard so she's earned it yes I'm, and I'm she with has you on to that. put up with matt regularly so i don't know how she, she does very it. very much has earned that vacation and matt is supposed to be back on wednesday is that right is next week wednesday, wednesday yeah so i don't want to wait this long because you were informed of some cool information about our show rutledge and hamilton i was you're around but it's rutledge and hamilton it's honestly, this show, it's like Rutledge 70% of the time, and then Strofe uh, 20% of the time, and then sometimes Matt Hamilton's here. Should be the name of the show. I'm here more than 20%. I mean, you and I are here the same sure, amount. Sure, I meant like in that chair. Oh, I got you. I was going to say, you and I are here the same amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, I've been here more this week, Just, but who's keeping track? Um, Sorry for being sick. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I'm glad you're feeling better. All right, the good news is I am excited to announce that Rutledge and Hamilton has been Nominated as a finalist for the 2022-23, I guess I don't know which year we're honoring, 22, I think, Best of Madison radio team. Woo! One of, one of I believe, five or six finalists from every radio station in the area. We have been uh, nominated as a Best of Madison radio team. The only ESPN Madison nominee, but who's keeping track? Darn right I am. <laughs> Darn Presented right. Presented by Coors Light. And... Beginning June 1st, you can vote once a day for Rutledge and Hamilton as Best of Madison radio team. So beginning June 1st, you can go to channel3000.com and vote for Rutledge and Hamilton as a Best of Madison radio team. So congratulations, Jim. Even all your Bears propaganda, all all your anti-Packers notions has been voted Best of Madison. Cody and Milton chimes in. Woo, woo. We will take the uh, the congratulations. Now we got to go out there, folks. We got to go win the damn thing. We got to win the damn thing. So we're up against the dynasty. I'm not going to say who the dynasty is, but there was a very long running morning show in this city on a uh, on an alternative music station. They've won each of the last seven years. All right. They are a dynasty. They are, like, better than Tom Brady. They now, are better than Stephen the Warriors. Now, we need to lean on Matt Hamilton yeah. because he's got a lot of gram, a lot of Twitter and Graham followers. And we need to lean on you, the listeners, more importantly. So when we can vote, we'll tell you when you can vote. We'd love the opportunity to be in the mix there, to actually have a chance to un- unseat. If you ain't first, you're last. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's Although awesome. you, you can't take second and third. but um, Or fourth or fifth or sixth. But... People like me. People like you. They really do. 
This is Rutledge Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Tomorrow's your blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a celebratory Coors Light. Because we are nominated for Best of Madison radio team. You can start voting in June. So June we'll continue 1st. to update uh, that as soon as we have the information on exactly how to vote. We'll give you an easy link to vote. And you can vote one time a day. Is that what it is? Yeah, once a day. I'm sure there's ways around that. Oh, really? I'm not advocating for it, but I'm sure there's ways around that. You know, incognito tab. Hey, it's not even open yet. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. You can probably find you got phones, you got computers. You can find a way around voting once a day. Uh Jim, you are very talented. Tim and Oregon there. Fellow Panther. Uh very good. Does Matt get a paycheck? Uh Matt, uh, how do you think he buys these fancy new phones that Matt has? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it ain't seventh it ain't seventh place finishes at the national or the world championships. Oh god. I don't know what like what the show you could do, but like what is like an inane thing that people are excited about or brag about that like you're not that into? Like a phone will be one of them. It's like, look guy, I get it. You got a new phone. A car I get being excited about. You're like if Alex you got a new to you vehicle. I'd be excited for you. Why are you saying I can't? You're saying I wouldn't get a new vehicle? Maybe you would. I don't know the market right now. Maybe it's better to buy used. Maybe it's better to buy new. I don't know the market. Uh, Your truck brand new? Yeah, I got it brand new, yeah. Yeah, okay. But I didn't do that until I was... My first new car was, I think, 39 years old. Okay. So I I, I don't know that I'll ever go new. Maybe maybe someday. But I feel like used cars, like they're, they're, uh, like, they're almost like the redheaded stepchild. Like they're forgotten about sometimes. Just do the math. What are the interest rates? And then I know everyone says, oh, when you drive it off the lot, it drops off immediately. But figure out the interest rate and figure out what the best value is over time for it. Sure. So that's, that's it. You giving me a math lesson right now? No, I don't know the math. Finance saying, lesson? Sometimes it's good to buy a used car. There's nothing wrong with a car as long as you buy from someone reputable like, like Simden or some of our other great partners. But if you buy it from somewhere that's sketch, then you could be in trouble. <laughs> you did not just use that word. That's the word of my generation. <laughs> that's best of that's best of Madison stuff right there, baby. What else would you Jim describe calls it sketch? What would else would you describe a place that's like don't have credit, come in here and buy from us? Sketch. That's, yes, that sketch. is sketch. Uh 844-770-3776. We did uh, post a Iron Jock poll question asking you what was Brandon Jennings' bigger contribution to the Milwaukee Bucks? Coining Bucks and Six or being dealt for Chris Middleton? 45% of you say dealt for Chris Middleton. 55% of you say Bucks and Six. You can't have Bucks and Six if you don't have Chris Middleton. That's all I'm saying. But I get it. Bucks and Six was a lot of fun. We also are reacting to Chat GPT stating that Brett Favre was the most overrated athlete, or is the most overrated athlete in Wisconsin sports history. Yep. Yep. Wow. That's wow. not as shocking as number two, which was Reggie, Reggie White. White. Yeah, that's that's a bad take. And that honestly is the insight that is lacking in a in a an AI, because even if you wanted to sell it on statistically. He wasn't as good in Green Bay as he was in Philadelphia, which is part of, I think, the argument there. And then he didn't live up to the hype of being the greatest. But you cannot overstate how important it was that Reggie White signed a free agent contract here. Yeah. Like that alone, matching the production, was a pretty big deal. Just like Woodson. It would have been. Have the Bucks ever had a big free agent signing? I, there's probably someone I'm just missing. Yeah, I, I don't know off the top of my head. 
Is Eric Bledsoe up there? Honestly, <laughs> talking about over at, at the time, it was a big deal. It was. You're right because they lacked the point guard. You're, you're totally right about that. But uh, obviously, it did not produce uh, maybe the championships like we expected. Drew Holiday ended up becoming that savior. Was so. Oscar Robertson a free agent signing? I mean, right? Because he wasn't drafted by the Bucks. I don't know. That's a great question. You might be right about that. I'll Google. There you go. I'm honestly looking it up. I mean, because. Jeez, these are not free agents. I don't know why it's saying free agent signings unless I'm wrong here. Like you didn't sign Chris or excuse me, Michael Red. Dang guys your reach. But he was on the team. It's a heck of a name. I love that guy. Bobby Simmons, I believe, was on the team. So Oh wait, so I think they signed Bobby Simmons. You do not know who that is. No. Nope. Bobby Simmons played for the Clippers. He went to DePaul University. And ended up signing a deal with the Bucks at some point. So no, uh, yeah. Point being, the Bucks have it would be like look Le- I guess it would have been like LeBron after leaving Miami coming to Milwaukee. Yeah. Not only just for the the athletic part of it, but for the holy crap, LeBron James is coming to play in Milwaukee sort of thing. And that I think that's the fairest comp. It, it would be like LeBron James when he left Miami going to Milwaukee. Yeah, and Oscar Robertson actually traded to the Bucks from the Can- not Kansas, the Cincinnati Royals trade traded Oscar Robertson to the Bucks. So even he didn't decide to sign with the Bucks. Yeah, I thought at that point I don't know if there was free agency. Remember, at some yeah, point I don't know when true. that started. So Chris Manitowoc Waters chimes in with another good one that's not on here. Ryan Braun. Yeah, it's tough. That's a tough one. But, he, I mean, if Brett Favre's on the list, Braun should be on there, too. Braun was my favorite athlete in Wisconsin for a long time. Were, you, in, were you crushed by the PEDs thing? I was, yeah, honestly. Yeah. When I, I think I was like 12, 13. I remember the whole try try cover it up with yeah, his uh, rough. STD story that didn't work out. That was that was bad. And I, I will go all every single time on this. Ryan Braun, the STD part, okay, or not uh, the uh, PED part of it, that's one thing. But <laughs> Wrong acronym. Yeah. But the other part of it would be... <laughs> But he did. You said STD. He tried to cover it up because that, that's how he tried to right. ma- excuse yeah. the right. PED yeah. positive right. test. So, but with that controversy, it was not taking the PEDs. It was essentially trying to get a man fired and ruin his life to cover up your lie. Remember, Aaron Rodgers still doesn't talk to Ryan Braun. Last we checked, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers changes his mind left and right, however fits his mood that day. But because Ryan lied to him, I thought we were going to get through a whole show without mentioning Aaron Rodgers. Almost made it, but. I would say that again. My issue with with Ryan was more the like not only just lying but like vindictive yeah. lying. Like yeah. you were costing someone their job and reputation to save yours. Like that to me is unforgivable. That getting caught up in taking PEDs in that moment, it happened. Lying vindictively and maliciously to almost cost someone their job, not forgivable. It was very Lance Armstrong esque too. Yeah, the way sure. he went after people on went on Oprah to go after people, I think too. Yeah, I was Ryan Braun. Braun did? Uh, maybe he. No, Braun didn't. Lance Lance, Lance Armstrong, Armstrong did. did. I, was no, say, but I don't remember an Oprah. The two appearance. the two were very similar. I don't think Ryan Braun was big big enough to make it to Oprah. Adam yeah, Madison chimes in. Are you kidding me? Farve is the goat. Who would you rather watch? We're not. This is ChatGPT, Adam. If you're just tuning in, ChatGPT came up with the list. This is not our fault. So honestly, should we do our own list then? I think Brandon Jennings should be on this list. I think Ryan Braun. I need more time than a commercial. Should break. be on this la- list. But uh, who else should be on this list? I don't want the 
Terrell Buckley, I don't want him on the list. Tony Mandridge, I need something fresher. There's been fresher bust. 844-770-3776. Christian Yelich. 844-770-37. Okay for his new standards. He's playing good right now for his new standards. Playing okay for his normal standards. 844-770-3776. He's hitting dingers. He's getting back to his old self a little bit. Five years later. Three, but yeah. Yeah, once they stopped tipping the pitches for him, you you know, started slowing down a little bit. Excuse me? Well, he was being he was accused by a couple pitchers of he was having pitches tipped for him. Yeah, everybody was doing it. And then it. after that happened, though. Everybody was doing it. Right. But, just like Braun, when that went away, so did the power. You're not wrong. I'm never wrong. Let's throw some That's stones incorrect. next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Best of Madison. What are you? What's wrong? I apparently had turned my headphones down because I didn't hear anything. I was like, "What is happening? Why is nothing going on?" Best of Madison nominees, best radio team, because we do quality radio shows. Radio shows that my broadcast journalism or multimedia journalism professor and advisor would not be embarrassed that they helped influence. Absolutely, Alex Stroff. He's Alex Stroff. I'm Jim Rutledge. Matt Hamilton's in San Francisco. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light in celebration of being a Best of Madison radio team finalist. Yes. Chris from Manitowoc Waters chimes in. We're asking you for the most overrated Wisconsin sports athletes. Glenn Robinson. Pot time. Ooh, that was one from Chris from Manitowoc Waters. And then the other one was Donald Driver. Good, but way overrated. On any other NFL team, he'd be good, not great. Jabari it's- Parker got another name. Graham Mertz got a, a nomination. Here's what I will say. If you were really going to f- truly find out who the overrated athletes are, I think Driver's a fair point. And all, and I don't have someone in mind, but look for the ones that do a lot of good media or good in the community, and then people overvalue them otherwise. All those Wisconsin lottery commercials for Donald Driver? That's how he got into the click it or ticket. Click it or ticket. Yeah. But just across the board, I mean. There's certain people that get a little bit of a pass in sports in general because if you're friendly to the media or friendly to fans, they overlook different things. So Yeah, I mean, Driver's an interesting poll. Friend of show, Donald Driver, may I add. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 it hurts me because I really like Donald Driver, but it's probably a very good pick here. Yeah, I mean, it's, if, we're coming for, if you're coming for it, like you got to come for like the real ones, like Brandon Jennings, Donald Driver. Yeah, Jennings is a really good poll. That was well done by you. And it would not be a popular one Best to put out there, Jim Rutledge, because Brandon's kind of beloved at this point. It's fair, but that kind of proves my point. Beloved, but eh, at basketball, meh. He's probably worse than Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe. Uh yeah, he was. But he's beloved. But he also didn't get the opportunities Blitzo had. And I think that's why he makes this list from ChatGPT. Dan Stoughton hates Terrell Buckley. Because uh, he's chimed in now a second time with Terrell Buckley. Uh, then he went with Glenn Robinson. I don't know. Was Glenn Robinson overrated? Hmm. Now, they because sh- Glenn Robinson's biggest sin was he was picked number one when Jason Kidd and Grant Hill were available after him. 
Because for a number one pick, he's actually pretty successful. But the problem was that Kidd and, and Grant Hill went behind him. But I don't think Glenn Robinson was ever viewed as like a star. So like that's the trade-off of like people were very excited. But he for his time in Milwaukee, his entire time in Milwaukee in a different era than it is now, he averaged over twenty points a game. And he averaged four about four rebounds and three assists. So twenty four and three is a pretty good basketball player. Yeah, I agree. Is he overrated? I also just don't think he was beloved. Tractor Trailer could have been a guy. <laughs> I love that right. Tractor Trailer. I can. You don't know who that is? I honestly don't know. So the Bucks, and this is not. It's not the Bucks were never going to take Dirk Nowitzki, but oh, they basically yeah. traded Dirk Nowitzki, who they drafted for Tractor Trailer. They traded the rights to Dirk Nowitzki. Yes. They traded the pick, and then they took Dirk Nowitzki, and he put on a Bucks hat, but he was never even remotely a Buck. Yes. Yes. That, that kind of stinks. It's true. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, it hurts. That, that hurts. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. No, 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 this no, is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro no, Kia of Madison, no, no, Madison's no, trusted no, Kia yes. dealership. All right, it is time to quickly throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. Each and every day, I waste a lot of time scrolling on Twitter. Leaves me with more questions than answers, and instead of answering those questions myself, I bring them to Jim, Jim and Strofe, looking for answers. They'll score them throughout, and or I'll score them throughout, and at the end, we'll crown a winner of throwing stones. So, I don't know if you guys saw this, but last night's NHL playoff game, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Carolina Hurricanes and Panthers, was the sixth longest game in Stanley Cup playoff history. It ended in 4 OT, 79 minutes and 47 seconds of overtime. The full game lasted about two hours and 20 minutes, started at 7 p.m. Central Time, ended around 1 a.m. Central Time. Well, so, the game was a lot longer than two hours. Did you just say it was two well, hours? Well, no, the actual game, like play, like actual in-game play was oh, over. Oh, I gotcha. Two, almost two hours and 20 minutes. So, Strofe, I ask you. What's the longest you're willing to stay up to watch a playoff game that your team is in? Strofe, go ahead. I, I, I'm staying until it's over. Look, I, that's, as, that's as simple as it is. I got the notification when this game ended last night about 1 a.m. Um, I wasn't watching it. I'm not a huge hockey guy. I watched the Stanley Cup Finals a little bit. But, yeah, if my team's in it, no chance I'm turning it off, right? If the Packers are in a uh, playoff Sunday night game that starts at 7 p.m. and we're still tied at 3 in the morning, guess who's not going to sleep that night? This guy. Right? So I, I'm not going to bed. I'm not an old man like Jimmy who has a bedtime, right? Like, I'm staying up as long as my team's playing. A tough guy over here. This is honestly, <laughs> and shout out to our teammate Ken Levicka of FAU play-by-play fame. He does a showdown in West Palm Beach. He asked his question after the, the game was over, because down in Florida, obviously, they're following the Panthers in the heat. He tweeted this out. Be honest, and I think this is really how most people should look at it. You can talk a big game. But you're drinking Coors Light, hanging out, it gets late. Be honest, what parts of the Panthers game did you sleep through? And he said, I slept through second and third and the first five minutes of OT. Dozed off a few times in each OT, but I did see the game winner. And I think that would be the experience for most people. Is that no matter how badly you want to see it, at some point, you could start to fade. Like during the Cubs with the rain delay and they ended up winning oh, the World yeah, Series. Yeah. I had to, I, maybe I dozed for like a second, but I had to get up and move around. 
Dude, oh, because there sure. was the rain delay, and then it gets it's baseball, it's slow, and he, I had to move a little. Especially bit. all those intermissions in hockey. I mean, yeah. what that's what like basically four 15 minute breaks just in overtime. I mean, that's yeah. You have to get up and move, otherwise, you know, it's so crazy. And Gretzky was over it. Yeah, I mean, Gretzky yes, in, yes. The, in the in the the in between sessions was basically like someone scored dang goal. The game winner Eastern time for the Florida Panthers fans. And they're playing the Carolina Hurricanes, right? So both teams, East Coast times. 1.57 a.m. was the game-winning goal. So that's, I mean, you're not even watching the post-game interviews after that. 1.57 is when the game ended. They're not even off the ice yet. That is nuts. So basically 2 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's why I, I love the honest response there from our teammate down in West And I want to know the best part. He tweeted that at 7.11 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Well, he's probably, he's up and at him. I'm like, you, you, you know. Not everyone can sleep in all day, too. Wow! Yeah, stroke standing on that. You shot at me a minute ago. Like someone's going to bedtime. You have a bedtime. I I don't. I I take a shot back at you. All right, I'm up late. I slept on the couch last night. What do you want from me? Yeah, yeah. He was up watching some hockey. It's playoff hockey on the couch. Yeah. My next stone for you guys today is that Jeff Bezos announced that he has landed a 3.4 billion dollar contract. He and Amazon to land astronauts back on the surface of the moon using his Blue Origin spacecraft. So that's that contract from NASA. <laughs> so I'll ask you guys in, you know, in the spirit of today's show, are moon is moon and space travel just overrated or underrated? Jim, I'll start <laughs> with you. I'll go with underrated because obviously as a country, we don't value anymore now that we're outsourcing it. I do think. And I'll tell you this, I'd much rather go on a, a rocket in a ship designed by Jeff Bezos than Elon Musk. I, one of them I actually think is competent, and the other one is more just a, a rich troll. So I would say that space travel for the rich is going to become more and more of a thing. So I would say it is something because I do think that in our lifetime, that could be, I don't know if call it a vacation, but people could be like, I'm going to space, I'm talking about the uber rich. And that's our thing. We're going to go up. We're going to come back down. Have you seen the movie Elysium with Matt Damon? It'll be a lot like where they live on a space station above Earth. That's just what I imagine Jeff Bezos will be one day. That's pretty. I mean, he is an alien to begin with, so that doesn't shock me. Um, but a self-made man started selling like books out of his garage. Yeah, I mean, he he's just handed he, he's money. not Musk. Yeah, he's not Musk. You're right about that. Hey, no, I, I, I'm also underrated. Last night, actually, it's ironic you asked this. So I watched the uh, the Felix Baumgartner uh, Red Bull skydive from space. Oh, yeah, so yeah. He's the first man to break the sound barrier. Dude, it is so wild. Like, he's flipping. He has no idea if he's even going to lie. Like, he says at one point in the interview, he goes, well, at this point, I'm thinking to myself, there's only one way the blood can leave my head, and that's through my eyeballs. And wow. somehow, he still found a way to save himself and ultimately complete the 60,000-foot dive. So, it's underrated, dude. That was so wild. I watched that last night. I was freaking out. I've seen it before. But it was with him, his commentary in the background. Wait, did he, did he almost die during that? I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. yeah, but he saved himself. He figured it out. He was like rotating, but there was no gravity yet, so he couldn't like quite figure himself out. It was wild. Space travel's crazy. I would do it if I had the opportunity. It kind of freaks me out, though. Yeah, I think I would need this super rich money to have this super safe spacecraft. Otherwise, there's no way I'm going near it. No, that's so fair. what I wonder is, and I don't know who's going up into space. <laughs> Adam and Madison chimed in and just said, never been to the moon. I don't know if that meant like me neither. Maybe Bezos and Elon have not been to the moon. Maybe they just going into space. That's probably what he's referencing. (laughs) I I would assume. I thought he meant like, hey, I've never been to the moon. I assume that's where he was going. Uh, I don't know the space travels of everyone, but like to get. The astronauts had to be in really good shape and they had to be super smart. Now we're just going to send anyone up. So that is a little bit concerning. 
I guess. I don't know. Like, do you at least have to... You see people pass out, like, in the... And I understand there's obviously controlled cabins, but I would imagine it's like a, a, an airplane. But you see, like, people in fighter pilots, you hit uh, certain levels there and you just pass out. I'm, they're going to have to work a little harder than at least we saw in the movies back in the day is making sure these guys can handle the actual G-force. Is that what it is to get up in, into space? Yeah, they're not going to be able to be like the people from Wally, the you know, super, super obese cartoons. Isn't the G-force the name of the Packers drumline? <laughs> oh it is, isn't it? It's called the G-force. <laughs> I feel like you would know that but better G-force than anyone else is here. the one G is the force per unit mass due to gravity's uh, due, due to gravity at their surface. So G-Force is a real thing. I have no idea what Adam and Madison is talking about. Now he just says, we have never left orbit, y'all. Oh, Adam is saying that the moon landing was fake. Oh, Adam, a conspiracy theorist. I love it. Adam and Madison. Well, I'll tell you, Adam and Madison didn't win throwing He should. He should he we give us Adam and Madison? Never been to the moon. I thought he meant himself. He meant everybody. All right, Adam and Madison, <laughs> winner of throwing stones today. <laughs> I've also never been to the moon. Oh my god. Let's do a show from space. <laughs> I think we've got the technology to make I that happen. I think you have a better chance. Because, how old are you? 24. 24. So I'm almost 20 years older than you. And I feel like that 20 year cushion might be able to, maybe towards the end of your career, a remote broadcast from space could be possible. That'd be so sick. Wow. So like if you were, let's say, 65 years old, that puts oh, me at 85. Goodness. I don't think they put me up into space <laughs> at 85. But maybe that's where they put the olds at that point. <laughs> maybe, is, maybe that's the new retirement home. Go float around. In space. It's not in Florida anymore. It's out. It's out in the. It's on <laughs> the outer rim. Just float around. Poop yourself. Do what you got to do. You'll do that in a retirement home anyway. Yeah. Can I, can I? Rather than your yeah. kids, when you get really old and yeah. and grizzly and and you know saggy, can I make the can I, can I make the call to put you in a home instead of your kids having to make that call? Because I feel like you'd get pissed at your kids. Whereas me, I'd be like in my sixties and I'd be like, you know, Jimmy. You've had a good run, bro, but it's time to go live in a home. I feel like, I think my kids are going to be in a hurry to put me in the home. I think they will be. You're oh. grumpy. I don't know if you know that about yourself. Think about what you'll be in 40 years. I know, but look at it like this. Like, think about it for a second, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Having to make that decision about your mom. Yeah, that would suck. I feel I'd... impossible. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Sweet sensation. Oh, my mic's on. Sorry. So I work out at Carbon World Health. <laughs> I just dance around with my shirt off and work out over at Carbon World Health. But despite that, you still should go to Carbon World Health and, and come. <laughs> just avoid me. Yeah, just don't come on the times when I'm there dancing around uh, working out shirtless. Yeah, I don't think they let you do that there. Probably not. I, I haven't tried it. But I'm not one, and I'm getting like you know a little more fit. I'm not one to like wear like tank tops or sleeveless shirts. I'll wear them to the beach once in a while, but I always feel ridiculous in them. But uh, working out, same thing. I just wear like a shirt from Iron Jock. I like wearing my Iron Jock workout shirts over at Carbon World Health. Sign up for the six-week experience. That way you can have the full experience of Carbon World Health. You can experience working out there. Uh, you can learn about semi-glutite, which is what I've been taking for a while now. Uh, I'm down to 200 pounds and basically 10% body fat in the best shape probably in my life, but at least the best shape since the last since I turned 30 and I'm 43. So Carbon World Health has changed my life. They can change your, your life as well. Go to Carbon World Health. Dot com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. He's Alex Strofe. I am Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton. Yeah, you are. San Francisco. Yes. Um, 
Jimmy, how are you? What are you doing this weekend? It's Friday. The vibes are high. I'm feeling good. We're coming off of fun throwing stones. I laughed so hard last segment I cried. I'm feeling great. I'm excited for the weekend. Dude, listen to this. So I've got Guardians of the Galaxy tonight in Madison. All right. Going to Milwaukee tomorrow for Marquette graduation. My girlfriend's cousin is graduating. But why are you saying like that's fun? Uh, because I don't have to go to graduation. I'm what? just there to party. You don't have to actually show up to the... Graduation. That's my understanding. I may still go. I don't really know. It's like going to a wedding, or like not going to a wedding, just going to the reception. Yeah, just right, exactly. So I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm under the understanding. I'm just showing up for the after party, which is great. I love Milwaukee. I haven't been there in months, so I'm looking forward to that. Spending the night. I got a free hotel out of it, by the way. Like, hello. Come on now. Um, hey now. And then Sunday, I've got nothing planned. I'm just going to hang out on Sunday. Well, I got to drive back, but it's going to be a great weekend. I'm excited. Beautiful weather, it looks like. Yeah. That, We're like I mean, officially in the time of the year where the weather is like awesome. I, I agree, and I'm really hoping I'm through this cold because we could ask this as another Iron Track poll question. What's the worst time to have a cold? Summer. Winter summer. Or summer. Yeah. It's summer. It's summer. Because like today, if this was the winter, I would just shut it down when I got home. And so like I wouldn't be productive and I wouldn't have done much of anything today either. But we're having family over, which should be fun. My oldest turns uh, 10. It'll be on Tuesday she turns 10. But... Uh, we're having friend, we're having her, our family over, my my in laws over, and uh, my parents over. My brother's going to come up with his wife, so that'll be fun. We don't get to see my brother as much, and kids always enjoy seeing him, my parents, and all that. So that'll be uh, fun to see all them. They, nice. They might be going to see a movie. Rosie, my mom, and Tanya might be going to see a movie on Saturday. Uh, and then I'll figure out what to do with Nola and my dad, and we'll get out, go out, get a bite to eat, probably maybe north and south. Uh, uh, you know, then we'll get a bite to eat, and then Sunday we'll have the party and uh, hang out. So. Really, I just want to feel better on Saturday. But tonight, I'm going to go home. I have more yard work to do. But that was my point with a cold in the summer. It's at least nice enough outside. And it's usually something you have to be doing outside to like get things done. So I have to go home and continue to do yard work to have the house ready for a bunch of people over. At least I got enough enough beer. I got plenty of Coors Light for everyone. There you go. It's always a positive. But I don't like uh, graduation, even just being around it. I get to like have drinks and everything like that. But it's just... It's yeah. so formal. Yeah, it is and it isn't. Um, like, I, I'm under the understanding that this is going to be a big shindig, right? Like, we're going to go out, we're going to bar hop, we're going to stay out late. Oh, you're bar hopping. I thought I was, like, at someone's place. No. Well, we're oh. in a hotel right downtown, like, right right by Pfizer. Oh, so this is a college graduation, not high school? This is a college graduation. Oh, yeah, this gotcha. is Marquette University. Yeah. So their graduation is at Pfizer, I believe, tomorrow. Maybe I am going. I Look. All right, Jimmy, you'll understand this. Ryan, you're single, right? And my understanding, you do not have a girlfriend. Very, very single. You're alone. Yes. You're alone in this oh, world. Oh, incredibly, yes. 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 I go okay. home every night and sit in the dark. Yeah. All right, yes. <laughs> Just wanted to clear that up. I don't even know how to respond to that. But, Jimmy, you'll understand this, I think. Let's not I talk to the lonely guy. Yeah, there. yeah, you're out of this conversation. Nope. Weirdo. Weirdo. Uh, doesn't want to get laid. Oh, Weirdo. Um, anyway. This guy thinks you have to be in a relationship. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, no, I do not think that. Um... But anyway, you'll tell understand me you've been in a relationship for a long time without telling me you've been in a relationship for a long time. Well, this has become uncomfortable. Um, so, uh, your wife does she make a lot of the plans that she, like that you like weekend plans? I mean, uh, is she in charge of that most of the time? No, she usually is telling me I need to come up with something. Okay, but when it's like a plan regarding her family, maybe I should say that might be a better place to walk towards. Yeah, because um, this is obviously like for her like side Mother's of the Day. I was like, it's Mother's Day. What do you want to do? Right. But so obviously this has just been on her calendar, and I just don't really know what I have to do. All I know is I have to show up. 
So maybe I am going to the graduation. Maybe she's told me. It may have gone in one ear out the other. I'm, I'm known to do that from time to time. And by time to time, I mean all the time. Dude, again, this cold thing, like my wife, I think she's going to kill me because I'm already forgetful. And with this whole yeah, foggy brain so thing, it is a disaster. So what, what my point is, you're going to understand that, like, I just know I have to be in Milwaukee at some point tomorrow. Don't really know what we're doing. So everything I might have just told you for the last five minutes might be a lie. I oh, might have to go to the graduation. <laughs> I, I might, we might have a formal gathering. I don't really know. But like graduation, like school, like those sort of functions are just brutal. They're brutal to be in it. Like, oh yeah, I, I mean, I said it earlier this week. I think the two worst formal gatherings to go to, in no particular order. Well, y- you'll understand the order: funerals and, and graduations are the worst two things to sit through. Uh, yes. Like if you have to go to, because I went to UW graduation last week, and I had to sit there for like an hour and forty-five minutes in the, and it wasn't too hot. It was cloudy, which was nice, but it was still like I'm hungover. My head hurts. You don't care. I haven't you really care eaten. about one person there. And, and they don't even announce the names at UW. And I don't know what they do for Marquette. But Ugh. there's so many people graduating. It's just speech, 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 speech. Turn your tassel. Throw your hat. Go meet I don't outside. know if they announce my name at FAU or if they just put it. I know they at least put it, like, put it on the screen. Yeah, they had a program that every name was in. But, I mean, there's there's at least a thousand names if that more. So you can't announce all those. That would take way too long. Probably have less speeches. You could. I mean, you could do that thing in 30 minutes. Yeah, efficiently, right? They had the former attorney general under Obama speak, and it was a good speech. And, they, and then they had like their class president spoke, and you know his. I got to be honest, I just tuned it out. There was another like class representative speech. I kind of tuned out. Just like, all right, I'm ready for this thing to be done after ten minutes. Yeah, I'll be honest. Who cares what the class president has to say in college? Right, because you know for a fact, ninety percent of the student body doesn't even know who he is or 90, she is. Ninety nine. At UW, you're probably right. It's probably closer to like 98. Yeah, I mean, if you're involved in some sort of campus, did you? Did, uh, you were a UW grad. You have any that idea was. who your senior class president was? I don't remember what his name was, but he gave an electric speech at our graduation. Well, he that's was actually good. really, really good. Well, good. But I don't remember his name or anything. He but did you, while you didn't I was know there. him outside of that. Not at all. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like that doesn't shock me at all. Like there's a. I, I mean, it meant a lot to graduate college. That was very cool. But also, like, they make it so miserable that I kind of hated being there. Like, while I'm sitting there, I'm like, this sucks. Mine was quick, but I went to a small school, right? I went to Stevens Point, and yeah. they, they and it was COVID period, so I graduated in 21. But they still had a graduation, but they broke it into, like, four different ceremonies. So there was only probably 250 of us. So it was quick. It was like, all right, speech, chancellor speaks for a minute, they call the names, final speech, throw your hat, get out of here. Hour long. It was great. It was efficient. It was good. Speeches were good. It was, it was all good in my book. But these big universities, which I'm kind of jealous I didn't go to a big university because I lost some of that experience. I would have loved to go to College of Madison, um, but I just was not nearly smart enough. I, um, but I live here now, so it's fine. But I, I would have... be smart to live here. No, but to go to college here, you do. <laughs> to go to college here, you do. And uh, yeah, so I missed out on that. But no, those are boring, man. It's just like, oh, it drags on and on and on. And then obviously we know why funerals suck, because somebody you love died. But yeah. So I think those are the two worst social gatherings. It's true, like mandatory. Do you ask, is it worse to be at a funeral of someone that you actually care about or someone that's like ancillary? Because then you're kind of going through the motions. You have to like fake it. We can talk about that on the other side. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Dude, this is dark. Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. There must be a higher love Down in the heart or hidden in the stars above Without it, life is a wasted time Look inside your heart and I look 
to ESPNMadisonOpen.com. Sign up, play some golf with us, get some Coors Light. That'll be July 17th at Trapper's Turn, ESPNMadisonOpen.com. He's Alex Stroff. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue this weekend. You know what to do. Oh, and I'll do it a million times over. I'm going to crush Coors Lights. Do we take the signage from... I was just about to ask you that. That's really funny you said it's that. It's not on me to do that. I don't know. Well, I left before you. I left right behind you. So I, too, I, had to go Was somewhere. I carrying a big banner? Well, we as in, like, you're here today. Do we see the banner? I just showed up for the show. I feel like we didn't take the banners. That's a big F. We'll get them later. All right. We know where they're going, worst case. Where are they going? Back to our pals at Coors Light. All right. This, he's, uh, he, you're not Hamilton. You're Stroh. He's Stroh. Much more handsome. I than am Rutledge. I don't know. He's that Instagram model posing from um, our good friend Matt Hamilton. Adam Madison chimed in with a question. Can you explain something like glutite? Uh, the easiest way to do it is it's an FDA approved weight loss treatment. I basically take a shot once a month, depending, and I worked this out with Dr. Nuss Rodriguez, uh, of an amount of the stomach glutite that is, makes, doesn't affect my body in any way, so I don't have any side effects, but also helps me lose weight. And that's the number we came up with. And it's basically a thumb prick or a thumb tack sort of that's the length of the needle. And you inject it into your stomach area, you squeeze your belly fat, and you Ooh. put it in, and you don't feel it at all. And then, honestly, because it's not very big, and you squeeze your belly fat. I know, and I know but like I'm, I'm terrified of needles. Same. And honestly, not even a And thing. in the tummy, that, that seems. But it's Again, working you for sque- you. You squeeze the fat. You don't even feel it. It's not in the tummy. So it's if super it easy, uh, FDA approved. But then basically what it does, it suppresses your appetite a little bit naturally. Because it's just slowing down how you're like digesting the food, not in an unsafe way. It just slows down your digestive system, so then you are eating less, so then your stomach naturally sh- shrinks. So that's how it has long-term effects. And then in the short term, it helps you burn uh, fat, not muscle. And so that's like the easiest way to explain it. And when you got to work, you can lose weight without working out. And um, but if you work out, you can make lose even more weight. And I can lose more weight, but I'm also that's why I always talk about the body fat percentage because. When I'm at 10% body fat, that means I'm carrying a lot of muscle. And muscle weighs more than fat. So if I really wanted to, I could get myself down to a lower weight, but then I wouldn't be working out as much as carbon as much. And, you know, I like to have some muscle. I'm an old guy. I need some muscle. I got to have something going for me. Right, Alex? I guess so, Jimmy. Yeah, Dr. I gotta, Jim I got to crush the golf balls there. You know? You, uh, yeah, I can't believe I whiffed eight times last week because yeah. that you, you were allowed to get with, away with whatever you wanted. And you said to us no less than five times. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, it's carbon world health. It's making me so much stronger. I'm hitting the ball so much further. It is a real thing, though, because I I haven't gotten X golf as much as I want to after working out at carbon over the last, like, I would say three to four months really focusing on it. And so, but even the range of the shot, like, you hit the ball flush, and it's like, oh, I just hit it farther. Just like with basketball, I'm struggling at times, too, of I am, when I'm releasing it, if I'm jumping, I, it's, I have to do a little bit less now. Which is a good place to be. It's a very fun place to be. Because I also know when I'm picking up my kids or carrying stuff around the yard, it's a lot easier, too. So, again, change your life. Go to CarbonWorldHealth.com. Enjoy your weekend. Everyone have a good time. Matt Hamilton will be back on Wednesday. Don't forget, uh, in June, vote for us, Best of Madison Radio Team. Thank you to everyone who nominated us. Uh, It'll be really fun. We'll have some fun videos around it. But thank you for nominating us for Best Radio Team in Madison, Best of Madison. Alex, enjoy your weekend. You too.